Hello and welcome to the reading room. My name is Rose, or Floaty Explody on Twitter, and today I will be reading Chapter 5 of Craigslist Girlfriend by Kostchiko. Disclaimer, this fic is rated M for mature. For additional tags, please see the AO3 link in the description. Three months into their relationship, her apartment lease ended, and Kotsky asked her to move in with him. He acknowledged that by conventional standards it seemed fast, but argued that it was closer to her work and she spent most nights in his apartment anyway. Never mind that he couldn't imagine a more perfect way to start each morning and end each night than with her. She was the woman he'd been hopelessly in love for for the better part of the last two years. She blushed at his profession of love and agreed to his request. She knew him, inside and out, better than he knew himself. He knew her just as well. The first night spent in their apartment together, they had food delivered from their favorite sushi restaurant and watched the new horror movie she'd been dying to see. She laid on him with her head nestled to his chest and her legs tangled with his. Cuddling on the couch quickly turned into a passionate whirlwind of kissing, as clothes were ripped off before sweaty bodies tangled in a dance they both knew so well. He knew in that moment that there were few things better than hearing her scream his name in ecstasy, as she shuddered around him in a space that belonged to only them. He told her as much, and delighted at the beautiful blush that spread across her cheeks. At a housewarming party a few weeks later, that was mostly an excuse for his friends to get together. A heated argument took place over who would be chosen as best man and maid of honor at their wedding. He rolled his eyes at his friends, reminding them they weren't even engaged. Not to be deterred, Karishma claimed that he had the best man rights in the bag, being the oldest friend of the groom. But Ashido reminded them all that it was her dare that was responsible for Kotsky and Ochiko meeting. Out of her friends, the only one who had supported her posting was her nerdy, broccoli head of a best friend. So it was decided that apparently Kotsky would have a best woman, and Ochiko would have a man of honor. The sound of her laughter at their friend's antics echoed through the room, and she reminded them again that there was no wedding on the horizon. Meanwhile, Kotsky's thoughts flew to the ring he'd almost bought on impulse earlier in the week. It would have been perfect for her. Nearly a year later, he woke her up with a soft kiss on her perfectly pink cheek, a blue box tucked in his hand that was hidden behind his back. He had planned an elaborate, intimate proposal at the overlook where they had their first date, but all his well-laid plans went quickly out the window at the sight of her relaxed, sleeping face. He knew then that this was the right moment, and he'd waited long enough. Their differences hadn't miraculously disappeared when they started dating. They squabbled and argued about the silliest things, but at the end of the day, his love for her was stronger than any disagreements they might have. She loved him just as much in return, and seemed to have endless patience for his hard-headedness. She was also quick to call him out on his shit when necessary, with a fearlessness that was unrivaled. In the end, their differences made them stronger. The first kiss hadn't been enough to rouse her, so he kissed her again, and again, as he gently nudged her. Cheeks, wake up. I've got something to ask you. She groaned softly, and tried to roll further into him, her face nuzzling his chest, an arm tightening around his waist. He knew she wasn't a morning person, and after several more tries to wake her, 
you decided to change tactics. You went to the kitchen and made her favorite breakfast, carefully arranging it on a tray and placing the small blue box next to her utensils. He entered the room, tray in hand, and sat beside her, his weight shifting the bed. Good morning, Kotsky, she said in a soft, sleepy voice as she rubbed the sleep from her eyes. The smell of food cooking must have woken her up, he thought with a small smile on his face. Thank you for breakfast. You spoil me too much, she continued as she reached for the tray and settled into a sitting position. He chuckled at that, knowing she was right, but also knowing he wasn't about to change any time soon. He would do anything for her. She didn't even have to ask. A startled sound spilling from her lips brought him back to the moment, as his eyes fell on her holding the small box with a curious look on her face. He took the box from her hands, opening and turning it so she could see what was cushioned inside. Her eyes widened at the brilliant round diamond that served as the centerpiece of the ring. It was surrounded by an inner halo of soft pink diamonds and an outer halo of sparkling white diamonds. It was a stunning piece that would soon, hopefully, rest on her finger. He took a deep breath before grabbing her hand and starting. Ochako, I know we've only been dating for a little over a year, but from the start of our relationship has been anything but normal. It's going to be a hell of a story to tell our kids how we met. But that's just it. I can't stop thinking about a future with you. I think about what kind of house we'll live in many kids we'll have and what their names might be, whether we'll get a pet. I almost missed my chance before, and I don't ever want to come close to making that mistake again. His eyes had been cast downward throughout his speech, nerves getting the best of him. He had paused for a moment, needing time to collect his emotions. As he steeled himself, he looked up to see her big eyes filled with tears and a watery smile on her face. He kept their eyes locked as he continued. Ochiko, will you marry me? With that question, the floodgates broke as she threw her arms around him and sobbed happily into his neck. He brought his arms to encircle her waist as he soothingly stroked her back. Katsuki, I don't care how soon it is. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. Nothing would make me happier than to marry my fake boyfriend who became my best friend and then my real boyfriend, and now fiancé. She sniffled as she leaned back and began to tearfully laugh. He was sure his heart exploded as she kissed him passionately. Even after all this time and countless kisses, she still took his breath away. He placed the ring on her finger, unable to temper the smile that broke across his face. She insisted on a photo of them kissing with her left hand resting on his cheek, the bright ring on prominently on display. She wanted to send it to their friends to share the news. He agreed begrudgingly, but was inwardly looking forward to setting it as a lock screen. Almost immediately after she sent the photo to the group chat that included both their friend groups, congratulations began to flood in, and the fight for roles in their wedding resumed. He muted his phone, not yet ready to let the rest of the world into this perfect moment. As he looked at her lovingly, he thought to himself that the shine of the ring had nothing on a brilliant smile spread across her face. He kissed her again, lips softly brushing hers. I love you, Ochiko, he whispered as he began to pull away. I love you too, Kotsky, she responded sweetly, 
following his retreat and closing the distance he'd created. Thank God for Craigslist, they said in unison. Joyful laughter resounding loudly as they fell back onto the bed in a tight embrace. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this reading, please use the AO3 link in the description to give the author a well-deserved kudos and comment. Also, don't hesitate to message us on Twitter with your requests for fix to be read.